I'm Lisa Mullins, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH in Boston. Authorities in India blocked main roads into New Delhi today. They were trying to prevent more protests over the gang rape of a 23-year-old medical student. The woman was attacked last week on a public bus. A male friend who was with her was badly beaten. Over this past weekend, thousands of people converged outside the prime minister's office and other government buildings to express their outrage. Nilanjana Roy is a freelance journalist who is based in New Delhi. I know that you were there to witness the demonstrations over the weekend. Could you describe the scene and tell us who the protesters were and why they came out in such large numbers? It seemed to be a spontaneous gathering of students There were initially about 2,000 or so, then the crowd swelled to about 5,000 and then 10,000. And for fully about the first day, it remained that way, a strong student protest, spontaneous, with a lot of very, very angry young adults coming out onto the street, trying to articulate uh, several strands. Some wanted death penalty for the rapists because they were so upset at the brutality of this particular crime. Others wanted an end to the kind of rise in sexual violence that we've seen against women. And a lot of the young men who were there, they wanted no part of the rape culture. They were there to stand up and say, we are not rapists. Maybe give us an idea of one conversation that you had with with a particular protester. There were two that stand out in my memory. One was with a young girl who just said, what we really want changed is uh, the right to be out on the roads, to be safe. We want to feel that we have the right to move around with freedom. Another girl said, never again. We don't ever want to wake up in the morning and hear that one of us has been brutalized in this fashion. I wonder if you can explain, though, why it is that there is such a widespread outrage over this particular incident. We understand that rape and other kinds of sexual harassment are really fairly common in India, especially in New Delhi, in the capital city. There were about 600 cases this past year alone. So what has happened now to galvanize so many people to come out and protest? One, I think there's been a rising awareness and a rising anger about the extent of sexual violence. It's something that affects people's daily lives in Delhi at a level that uh, perhaps is hard to explain. If you have to think every time that you go out of the house about whether you're wearing the appropriate things or whether you'll be blamed if anything happens. If on a daily basis you're dealing with not just threats of rape, but... um, constant harassment. Is that is that really the case? I think that's pretty common, unfortunately. You know, we managed to live very normal lives. But uh, there is something about the situation in large parts of North India that makes women feel extremely unsafe. And this crime, particularly, it was horrifying, some of the details that came out, what had been done to that girl. They, they came at the end of a year when we've had worse and worse news A young woman was attacked and killed in Bombay by a security guard. There's been a lot more awareness of the risk that uh, young women take every day. But in addition to that, there's another undercurrent. This rape in particular has also caught the imagination because the victim is blameless. She was out on her own at a reasonably early hour of the night. Uh, she just gone to see a movie, and she was being attacked by complete strangers. We should say also there's an issue of police and how they traditionally have reacted to cases such as this. I think that was one of the flashpoints, again, for the students, definitely on the first day. A lot of the young women and men were saying, we don't want to be afraid when we step into a police station. We want to feel that we can go up to a policeman and be taken seriously. 
there was um, a fairly significant report carried by a mainstream magazine called Tehelka, where they interviewed officials of the Delhi police. And it was horrifying to hear police officials say on record that they felt that women were to blame for rapes, that these were just women protesting after they'd had consensual sex. Can you describe what's going on there with that train of thought? I don't think the police are acting in isolation. I think they definitely reflect a wider misogyny. The attitude that a woman is to blame if she's raped, that somehow it's her fault if she goes out or there's something wrong with what she was wearing, what she was doing, who she was with. In this case, the Delhi police did act fairly fast. Uh, They did their best to catch the rapists. It's just that people feel that in most of the cases, uh, the process of reporting a rape can be as traumatic as the crime itself. Does it feel, though, like a turning point right now? I think we've hit a boiling point. I would like to hope that this will start at least an urban women's rights movement. And definitely the kind of conversations that have opened up in the wake of this are intense. This has brought a lot of things to our head. But we need, I'd like to see more consistent change. I hope that we don't just drop the issue and move on to something else. Because the fact is that the problem of sexual violence in India, it isn't going away. And the more we start talking about it and assess the dimensions of it, we have a better chance of ensuring that something like this doesn't happen again, or if it does, that it's dealt with better. Nilajana Roy is a freelance journalist reporting on the protests in the wake of a gang rape of a 23-year-old woman in India. Nilajana joined us from her home in New Delhi. Thank you. You're welcome.